It's Ty Power's Big Footy final sale. To kick things off, you can get the power to buy three and get one free on selected Toyo passenger car and SUV tyres. Ty Power's Big Footy final sale can't last. Visit typower.com.au now. Campbell comes out and a Walters. Walters will snap oh, and yeah. he'll curl it back brilliantly. Frederick at the back. Can oh, he tap Frederick. it back to Schultz? was brilliant. Schultz with the snap and Schultz with the goal. There is the siren. Fremantle has seasoned the final win. And Melbourne's 17 run win has come to a screeching halt. And the architect of that victory for the Fremantle Footy Club that sees them third on the ladder now with eight victories uh, joins us on the line, Justin Longmuir. Congratulations, Justin. A, uh, a ripping result for the club after a couple of down weeks. No, g'day, Jared. G'day, Sam. Yeah, it was. Um, yeah, we needed to bounce back. The two weeks prior were really disappointing. So, yeah, the, the, the lads um, regrouped and had a really good week and yeah, we've got the job done, which was nice. Of all the things that were uh, there on the day, the, the one that stood out to me, and a lot of people have spoken about uh, Fast Freddy's tap back, etc. but I, I just love from a long-term perspective what you did with Griffin Logue. If you've uh, got a great list of uh, key defenders, uh, one of them, probably one too many, uh, and you've pushed him forward maybe with the view of a defensive job on Stephen May, but your side just looks so much more potent with him down there. Yeah, it did. Um, yeah, <laughs> it probably surprised me how good he adapted. Um, you know, I got to him early in the week and asked him about the role and he was all in on it and, yeah, went to went to school. And, yeah, obviously we had an eye for him on Stephen May, but once that um, once he left the game with concussion, we sort of just let him play his, his own way a little bit more. And, um, you know, even though he's really he's tall and can give us a really good contest, I thought he was really good with his pressure and his ability at ground level. So I didn't really feel like we had three tools um, when, it hit, when it hit the deck. So, um, And the other thing was he played 100% game time, which yep. is really good. As a, as a coach, you can leave your players out there and just let them plug away. And, um, yeah, he, he, he was fantastic. So, yeah, we'll have to see what the future um, holds for him. But, yeah, I like, what he, I like what he did on the weekend. Yeah, it made you look good. I mean, pressure, uh, you're the number one pressure side in the competition. You're basically the number one defensive side in the competition by a long, long way. In fact, talking... The champion data today. Your defence is the best defence that we've ever seen, and you usurp Melbourne's position uh, by a fair way from last week, but uh, from last year. But uh, what you've done with this kid up forward, do you think you'll run with it uh, on a regular basis? Uh, yeah, uh, well, yeah, we'll look, we'll look at that. Um, I think it's sustainable. Um, when you probably play three tools, you need to make sure you, you've got some flexibility yep. in the team. And I think probably a couple of weeks ago, we, we looked to play um, Jai, or we played Jai against the Kangaroos, and we, we're really keen to keep him in the, in the side. But if you go three tools up forward and then three tools down back, you can become a bit top-heavy, especially in the wet. So we decided to go with two tools on that occasion. But we go two tools down back and three up, front it gives you a bit of flexibility with in game as well so yeah we like to look on the weekend and um, given Brisbane have got three pretty big tall defenders as well we we'd probably go with it again this week. So Justin given that um, you know that the club has had no secret in searching for another key forward we know things didn't work out with Jesse Hogan there have been several examples before that um, you joked on grand final day sitting next to Josh Kennedy that, you know, you'd offered him a one-year deal going forward. And yet you've you've kind of turned the obstacle into the way. That's taking nothing away from Taberner and Lobb. But you've found this mix-up forward without a natural number one target. Is that fair? Yeah, it is. Yeah. Um, and 
uh, Jamie Graham's done a great job of making all our forwards believe that they can be dangerous. And I, I think we've had a really even spread down there. And I think with Griff down there on the weekend, it really allowed Tabs and, and Lobby to even more of an extent just to use their athleticism and get around the ground and not have to be that standard stay-at-home tall target. They could rotate a little bit more and get on the move and um, really get dangerous again. And so, yeah, uh, you know, outside of the two wet games, I think we've taken some good strides forward with our um, our forwards' ability to get dangerous. Um, you know, clearly, in those two wet games, we only hit, we only kicked 30 and 40 points, so that, that's a bit of a letdown. But um, I think we returned to our best on the weekend. But despite the success on the weekend, going forward, is it still a, a hole that you would like to fill? Another senior key forward? Oh, probably not. To be honest, um, I, I think with another pre-season under his belt, Jai and this can take a really good step forward. And yep. um, we've also got Josh Tracy, who's played a fair bit of footy for us, mm. and. Um, yeah, yeah, we, we probably needed maybe someone to fill that gap for for a year or a year or two. But I think by the time next season comes around, those guys would have had another preseason under their belt and be ready to step up to the mark. Do you think it's unfair that you and other clubs outside uh, of Melbourne only get one visit to the MCG a year? Oh, I don't know whether it's unfair. Well, I mean, we can speak about it from our point of view. We'd love more games there. Um, yeah, but um, you know, it is what it is. Um, I think we improved on our footy on the weekend um, off, off the back of last year yep. where we didn't have a win there. And, um, yeah, we played some, played some pretty good footy there on the weekend. So, yeah, I'd love to play more footy there. I think any club would. So um, that'd be my wish. But the draw is a draw. Jared, and just play where you're <laughs> <laughs> It's not as bad as it once was when you uh, were playing at Subi, given that uh, Optus Stadium is almost identical to the MCG. But just walking in and uh, seeing the place, smelling the place, uh, feeling the place has, has got to be some advantage. But uh, we've got to ask you about Nat 5. When's the decision made? Uh, tomorrow, after we get through a yeah, training session, um, we'll make the final call on that. And... Um, yeah, I've said it plenty of times. It's about setting him up for the, the back end of the year. Yeah. And I think if it was just a shoulder injury, we'd probably you know, consider bringing him strong, stronger, bringing him back in. But I think the decision's made a little bit, muddied the waters a little bit because he's had a few little setbacks. So um, you know, it's got a lot to do with how he feels in his body. And, yeah, but we'll make that call tomorrow. He, he seems to be growing in confidence with every session he does. So we'll see how he goes. There's a lot of nervous waffle players just wondering whether just they're lining up on that five on the weekend. <laughs> so you could give them a nice, uh, nice sleep if you could uh, just select him in the ones. <laughs> I think the waffle would be pretty happy with crowd yeah, 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 right. back there as well. Hey, Justin Jared's um, joked, but it's not really a joke for many weeks this season that Melbourne have been so far and away the best team, and everyone was chasing for second. Did you go into the weekend thinking mm-hmm. that you were a fair way behind the demons and? Did, does if so, has that now changed given what you were able to do in the second half? Oh no, definitely not. Like, um, yeah, I was really confident all week. Um, you know, we play a very similar brand, I think, to Melbourne, so um, we know how they like to play. Um, you know, I think um, got a real sense that our players are really keen to make amends for um, you know the poor couple of weeks they'd had before. So no, I went into the, the game full of confidence and. Um, I didn't think we were, we were too far off them. I know their, their record speaks for itself and they've got a lot of really good players, but, um, yeah, I thought we'd challenge them um, all the way and, yeah, I wasn't surprised with the result. 
Blake Akers has had an outstanding season. Why has he improved at the back end of his career? Oh, um, I'm not sure. Um, you'd have to ask him the, the actual key reasons. I, I, I think having dealt with him, I, I think he's really embraced the role we've set up for him. Yep. Um, and you know, we've been we've had some good conversations over the over the off season as the areas he he um, needed to improve on, and he went away with real diligence and. And um, has embraced the role we've got, and oh, I think he's you know, really grasped the basics of the game, and um, and really understands now, a couple of years in, what we expect of him and his role on, on the wing. And yeah, he's, he's been a super player uh, this year. Um, he's really important to our structure, and he's actually yeah, grown within the footy club and become a real, real um, connector within the group. So yeah, he's taken massive steps forward, and couldn't be happier with him. Just going back to Nat Fife, contested beast, uh, the likes we've very rarely seen before. So he's going to play mainly midfield. What does that do to, say, a David Mundy and the minutes that they play there? Do you, do you get to use Mundy forward of the centre or do you interchange Fife and Mundy into the forward line, which has been working so well anyway? Yeah, I think there's a mix of a, of a few things, Jared. Um, last year when we had Pellicero and the one extra mid in the team, we, we spun them through the wing as well. Um, so that, that's an option uh, down the track. So um, you know, Brayshaw, um, Sarong and, and Mundy have, have all done a fair bit of work, especially over the pre-season, but also last year um, through that wing role. And um, so, so that's an option. Um, clearly, Fife is going to play a little bit forward uh, just to fit all those guys into the yep. team. and. It's probably more about the the balance and the and the split of um, his his midfield minutes and, and forward minutes, but I think Dave could also play a little bit forward as well when um, the time arises. So when it comes to David Mundy signing again, will you be looking at a three or a four year deal? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, um, Port Bug has been on one year deals for the last yeah, ten years. It feels like so. He um oh, man, I'm, I'm just wrapped with the way he's going. Uh, he seems just so invested in footy club and um, so invested in the youth, the youth in the midfield, but all over the ground. And um, yeah, I can't see him stopping anytime soon. So yeah, he's, he's been fantastic. Game three six four for David Mundy on Sunday, Jared, which is tied for the eleventh, alongside a man that. Uh, He's one of your favourites, the smiling assassin from the Bulldogs. Indeed, uh, he's in great company. W- will he get a seat at the 400-game club dinner? Mm. Uh, yeah, it'd have to be a chance. Um, yeah, like, like I said before, I can't see him slowing down. He, he, um, still playing some unbelievable footy for yeah. us. And um, although, you know, we've been probably, he's probably played the lowest game time out of our mids, but... Um, yeah, he seems to handle whatever we throw at him and he's just content um, in his footy journey at the moment playing um, whatever role he can for the team. So, uh, and, and secondly, to his, his playing ability, he's, he's like an on-field coach and that um, conduit between the coach's box and the, and the, and the ground on weekend is, weekends is really important. And, yep. you know, he delivers yep. that in spades as well. One final one from me, Justin. The tagging... To tag or not to tag debate really interests me. Um, and on the weekend, after Clayton Oliver had, uh, I think, uh, 25 or 26 possessions in the first half, you put James Aish on to him, and uh, he had a fantastic uh, job, or did a fantastic job on Clayton Oliver. Lockie Neal had the same done to him two weeks ago, and yet last week he was allowed to uh, thrive. 
Do you go in in round in the first minute and tag, or do you still wait to see how dangerous people are? Uh, it's an interesting call. I'm, I'm sure we'll have that discussion at match committee this week. Um, our way has probably been to have someone, um, yeah, that we can go to in game and, and back our mids in um, at the start of games. And I think it's really important to be ha- to have someone who's got the flexibility in their game to be able to do that. James Ash has been that guy for us this year. He's yep. been able to play on the wing, on ball. Um, he's been playing as a half-back for us. To have those type of players who you can just call upon to play any role is really important. And, yeah, clearly his his role on Oliver on the weekend was an important one and helped us you know, get that game on our terms in the second half. Justin, well done on the weekend. Uh, let's hope that we see you late in the season doing similar things to Melbourne in September. <laughs> Very harsh. <Goof>. Good luck. <laughs> Thank you. Good on you guys. Justin Longview, the Fremantle coach. Uh, I just wonder the logic of the the tag. Like, why wait until somebody's off the chain? Why not just put them in the cooler before you uh, before they get hot? Coaches like going in with their own plans that they Mm -hmm. can control, and I guess yeah, but they can control it. You got to tag it. Control, control, control all from minute one. Yeah, a mitigating role would would go against that theorem. I would think. A mitigating role. Well, they don't. They don't want to concentrate on taking one one guy out of their system to stop another guy. But yeah. they did that with Griffin Logue. Jared, I'm with you. On the, I'm just playing devil's advocate. I would tag Lockie Neal for a minute one on the way. Yeah, just uh, look. I, we had this discussion with Sam Mitchell. We've had it with most coaches. Mm. Just doesn't make sense to me. If you've got a bloke there tagging, if if Oliver's going to get thirty in the first half, he's tagging for a minute one. Life's so full on. I've been working on this deck for ages. These steaks don't cook themselves, you know. Life's good with a Trex deck. Composite decking made from 95% recycled materials that won't rot, stain or fade. Trex, the world's number one decking brand. Take a break.